Hi there and welcome back to yet another episode of the FFS podcast and welcome to another episode of the MWS series. This is, if I'm not mistaken, the last episode of 2020 for this particular podcast. And so thank you for those of you who stuck through us through this entire year. I know it's been rough for most of you, but uh, I hope that you found some sort of solace in this uh, entire podcast. And for those of you who've just joined us and wondering what the hell the MWS series stands for, it's basically the midweek fixture series. It's somewhat a shorter sister series to the main flagship program that is the FFS podcast. Um, and in this particular series, we don't do we don't go into the analytical stuff, but we kind of uh, do match reviews uh, of whether it be midweek or even the weekend fixtures. Um, you know, some of the big games across the major leagues. And yeah, we have a lot of banter and a lot of chaotic fun with the guests. So this is episode number 12 of the MWF series. And for this particular episode, we're going to be discussing about, we're going to be talking and dissecting one particular match. And that is the London derby between Arsenal and Chelsea, uh, which took place think a few days ago we're recording this on a monday so a couple of days ago at the emirates and uh yeah i mean we're going to be just talking to two fans here one obviously is an arsenal fan that's Lakshya, and a chelsea fan that's abdul um and i think Lakshya has been on this podcast before so if you've listened to i think the ffs podcast series you might have heard of him abdul hasn't been on either series so he's a newbie here and yeah i can't wait to can hear his thoughts on this particular match. So guys, welcome to the FFS podcast and welcome to the MWS series in particular. Uh, I just wanted to ask you guys, before we get into the talking about the main match, going into the derby, what were your thoughts? How confident were you? <laughs> well, uh, okay. What's up guys? How are you? Um, first off... Um, a debut for for Abdul, not pretty good one, I suppose. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just went in with no hope at all. I went in. I, I was actually gonna skip the game. I was like, I need a break. I need a break from from those horrible performances. But I just honestly, went. Honestly, I said. <laughs> honestly, I would say the most embarrassing defeat for season of the whole year. I would say losing to a relegation. Uh, battling team is probably the worst defeat a team could ever have. Man, I would say it's okay. It's okay. Performance it's okay. You guys, you guys, and you guys, you guys are just so much into dropping points against us bottom half teams. Yeah, what to do? You guys are so great. Uh, the, but actually, like, actually, you got that wrong. Uh, yeah, I know. Usually, be the top ten teams. So. Yeah, it was kind of, uh, you know... Uh, That's okay, we'll see, we'll see what happens by the end of the uh, season. 17th place team. Any, right, any, right. any neutral fan, uh, any person watching football would see it as like, you know... Uh, no, but credit, credit... I'm going to give yeah. credit where it's okay, due. I would, I, would give, uh, I would definitely give credit to a penalty, a free kick and a flow cross given by Taka. <laughs> okay, uh, fair enough, I agree. Okay, but uh, I and I'd give credit. I'd give credit to Lampard for not bringing on Giroud. 
when they needed him the most. It's okay. I'm so sorry, uh, man. Damage scored in the end, so. I mean, yeah, bro, consolation. Yeah, uh, but uh, in all honesty, I would say a really good performance from us. Uh, like, truly, a normal performance. And I don't feel like we deserve the victory at all, seeing a I performance. Mean, okay, uh, being very honest with you about the game, it was just, okay, yeah, we were pressing. We were pressing. And there was just one change that I saw personally, and that was Martinelli. See, because because up until now, these last seven, eight games, yeah, I just felt like Arsenal were playing with ten men, even though they had eleven men on the field. It was like it sure? was like both. Huh? Are you sure they had eleven men on the field all the time? I mean, yeah, okay, okay, like four of those games were they were actually <laughs> playing with ten men, but it didn't really make much of a difference. Definitely, I mean, like if you if you watch them play previously, if you if you were watching all the games or anything. Just know that that the wingers' starting positions were like legit right next to the wing back. It just didn't make any sense. You were you were playing Tierney in a back three. It didn't make any sense. Everybody was just playing at the Wait, back. Their starting the position was so bad. Game? The they, they started. They started with a four-two-three-one. Was it a and, change and from uh, from the previous games? Um, not but, really. Uh, recently, they've been playing with four at the back. Yeah. Yeah, they have been playing with four at the back, but again, like. They were playing with with Saka on the left. They were playing with uh, Pepe on the right. And if you've been watching the game, you'd see you just see their starting positions, and that's that's the kind of difference Martinelli provided us with. Martinelli was looking for those runs in behind, and his starting position was way up ahead at the half line where a winger's attacking position is supposed to be, and that just gave that just gave Tierney more room to just run up and down the field, and. That's where you use that eleventh man. That way, that's where you use those players, and yeah. that's what Arsenal did. I definitely agree on your Tierney point. Where uh, he had like tons of overlapping runs, and we couldn't really keep up with it. Especially uh, Reece James uh, yeah. gave gave away the penalty as well. Yeah, I would but say a good. Did you, did you guys think? Did you guys think it was a it was a penalty? At least Abdul, did you think it was a penalty? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Uh, the thing is, Reece James running like that with his, uh, I think his foot was stretching back, and Reece James definitely had contact, and for sure, Kearney was going to go down. I don't see why that shouldn't be awarded. Although some people think that shouldn't, but the thing is, uh, Kearney was going to go down anyway because his leg was stretching back, and it. I, I think Tierney hit Reece James' leg, but those those are usually given by the refs in the Premier League. Whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is, like Reece James was caught on the wrong side of Tierney, and, yeah, and minimalistic contact, minimalistic contact is also contact, yeah. being even if it's like Tierney kicking Reece James' leg or something, he yeah, would have gone down. Gonna go down. Sure. That's one hundred. Reece James going in like that, especially how he was. Uh, Trying to uh, you know untangle Tierney like that, he was always no jokes. But if he would have let him just run by, if he would have solved yeah, his he bad, let him run way. by, let him run by, also they wouldn't yeah. have scored over there. Yeah. Tierney wasn't going anywhere. He so wouldn't have been confident. That's so much of confidence. No, it's it's because dude, did if you watch the game. There were so many, so many blue shirts in the box, and there was who two players in the box for Arsenal at that time, and there was no way Tierney would have been able to pick uh, pick Lacazette or or Martinelli out over there. 
point. See, yeah, Jaka is like Jaka. Jaka is just like another. I, I don't know how to say this, but if you're if you're like comparing him to another player or something, like I know it's 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 like a very very unrealistic. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it, it's a it's a very unrealistic comparison. But you just compare him to Pogba and just be like, yeah, that guy plays well for his national team and just fucks about it at his club level. It's it's the same for me. Like he plays, he plays brilliantly at at Swiss and coming back to Arsenal. It's like five yeah. games he plays yeah, crap he and one he game plays, he plays well. He usually doesn't play doesn't football. Sense. I think he usually does the WWE in the match. Uh, I I completely agree with you. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so for me, seeing seeing the foul happen, see Kante uh, topped a really good attack coming in from Saka. So I was like, okay, that's a pretty good foul. And then I'm thinking, like, who is going to score from there from Arsenal? That to a free kick. Who is a good uh, free kick from Arsenal? Like, I couldn't think of anyone. And Chaka out of nowhere comes and just scores a banger. I mean, that's uh, I mean, just when you expect to believe these guys come up with some shit. Yeah, uh, it's come up with something, man. And and this is one thing that I was talking to Daddy about too. It's like. Arteta Lampard only just can't figure out what the fuck these players, these these managers are up to. <laughs> just can't. You just can't. Mm, yeah. yeah, a lot of things on Lampard and his uh, no. I'm, I yeah yeah. I was saying I was saying Lakshya. I was like every time I think I figured out Arteta Lampard and Ole in terms of like what whether they how good they are or how bad they are, they completely do a U turn and they prove me wrong. So I mean. I was saying it's like Arteta at the la- at the end of last season. I was like, okay, Arteta's got his shit figured out, so he might be the one leading those the pack. Then Lampard comes in and does a, such a good job at the start. And then you're like, okay, maybe Lampard's figured shit out with his formation and everything. And then you say, you see Ole doing that now, and it's like, oh my god, this guy's like, there's no form of consistency whatsoever. And I mean, yeah, I think for the free kick especially that it had some. Trent Alexander vibes, and I, from up to, I don't know. Did you feel okay, like relax now? Relax hey, now. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Shaka free kick had some sort of like its similarities to what Trent did at Stamford Bridge as well. A few in, in terms of the area. Yeah, okay, I agree. both are similar except that we had Kepon goals. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, but, Trent Trent's shot was unstoppable, unstoppable anyway. But in in this was unstoppable. There was no way Mendy was getting close. I think Mendy had a small touch on it, but yeah, it was because uh, yeah. it was just way too powerful for for him to like keep it out. But anyone in general to keep it out, like I, I don't think anyone was stopping that shot. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think Mendy could have done anything for any of the goals. I mean, dude, Saka goal. Yeah, <laughs> just going back, just going back. I don't know what. I don't know what Thiago Silva was doing over there. He just didn't close him down. But I again, it's 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 like so unexpected. You wouldn't think that of all things he would. I don't know whether intentionally attempt to shoot from there or 
you know the cross would take an unfortunate to swerve into the goal so i mean it it is yeah, one of those thoughts that the most broke thing ever <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm not going to say anything to that i mean, <laughs> I mean Tammy himself was so pissed. He, I think, post match, he had a conversation with Saka, saying that he didn't mean it at all. I mean, I, I look at his face while he's while he's trying to to play that ball or shoot that ball. He's he was just disappointed after that ball just left his foot, and that just shows that he didn't mean it. But after the game, he told Jastrzy that that yeah, he meant it. So he he had that smile after the goal. I think that smile he made even after the goal. <laughs> yeah. But. But again, like three nil down at seventieth minute, you've got nothing, nothing to lose at that time. Why not bring Giroud on? That was my only question at the end of the day. At, at the end of the game, why you not know, bring I, Giroud on? I was on? questioning why the hell Lampard brought in Kai Havertz. Actually, didn't bring us anything. At the, man, man, even fucking Giroud was taking the piss. At you. <laughs> he was laughing. Giroud was actually, actually warming up. Both of them warming up, but Kai ended up getting the nut. But uh, I think Tammy ended up scoring. He had the chance to come back. Jorginho comes up, misses, just like he did against uh, Liverpool. Yeah, far too predictable. And I think he's missed overall three penalties now. But yeah, I think it's uh, it's high time Jorginho uh, needs to be changed. I mean, the penalty he did against Arsenal was a was a mix of you know the hop skip and the normal penalty. You know, usually mm-hmm. the hop skip uh, the goal the goalie doesn't know what to do. I think I think Bruno does that really well. But uh, this one came as a mix of both, and it ended up just uh, becoming like a powerless shot right towards. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it just wasn't. It wasn't Chelsea's day. That's 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 all I can take from yeah. it. It just wasn't Chelsea's game day because because you on any other day, on any other day, on any other day, you put Arsenal and Chelsea over there. Any other day, it's a three-three draw. I'm telling you, it is a three-three draw. After that, out after that shit. Fucking shittery that this guy did. If we played in the same lineup as we had in the second half with uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi and Virginia, who actually played well, uh, I think it would have been way different. It, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. Trust me. We didn't have a shot on target until uh, Callum came on. I mean, until the seventh. Didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter because I I don't think you guys were get gonna get past. It was just not possible because Mario didn't put a wrong foot throughout the game, apart from the Are one sure? fuckery that he did at the end of the game. But I don't think I, I'm telling you right now. Only if Giroud came on around the 70th minute, I, I was I was throwing my hands up and I was like, "Yep, it's a three-three draw." Yeah, because I I'm was so we've, sure. We've seen Arsenal's we've seen Arsenal's fair frailties in terms of the in terms of uh, combating. You know, set pieces. What priorities, man? They're fucking crap in the air. <laughs> okay, I was trying to. Yeah, that's a very fancy word for saying that. But yeah, uh, I mean, we saw that against City. Yeah, we saw that against City. And, and Fadi Mustafi is looking at the sky over there, letting letting Jesus go and head it in. Yeah, Jesus yeah. of all the. I mean, you if you let Man City score. Headers, you know you're screwed. <laughs> no, but no, but by it's far, the main, probably. <laughs> yeah, it, it just didn't make any sense over there. It, that that game, that four-one game, was horrible. Like even today, even today, if you watch, if, if you watch the the Aston Villa game, bro, that that's what I expected watch, of Giroud. Uh, that's what I, I expected of Giroud. Giroud would have done that if he would have given yeah. him a chance to. 
he would have scored he would have he would have got the game back to 3 all but a word on playing werner out left he, i mean flampers getting a lot of stick at least on social media for playing werner way out on the wide when you know is not getting the best out of it i didn't understand chelsea's approach to the game in the beginning like what formation did they even start like i, I didn't See, understand can uh, someone please tell me ever since we moved up moved into 433 i think uh, maybe one or two months back we've had a lot of games unbeaten games we won a champions league group so well uh, we had a good run in the premier league as well and then we suddenly started to lose starting from the everton match where players just started looking tired and then there were calls of uh, you know lampard you know uh, having you know this saying uh, lampard he needs to change his formation change the tactics it's not working even after the loss against the wolves but he stuck on to it and uh, we beat west ham 3-0 but yeah no, that was a good game that was a good game chelsea played very well over there uh, i wouldn't say best performance yeah we but they did play years, well uh, They did. Just they got the job done. This is in the end. Yeah, they got the job done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, coming into the Arsenal game, of course, uh, Lampard would uh, stick to his four-three-three, which has worked well actually for the majority of the season now. Uh, with uh, so in that formation, uh, Werner, Tammy, and Pulisic up top in the front three, with Pulisic playing right wing and Werner in the left, which is actually uh, reduces the creativity offered by Pulisic on the left wing. but also another thing uh, to be noted is we have two strikers who have who actually have decent stats for starts see tammy has around 6 goals in what 8 or 9 uh, starts and jerud has i think 3 or 4 goals in the premier league in 5 uh, or 5 starts so those yep. i feel like those stats can't be you know underappreciated and uh, it's you know but it isn't even uh, about the stats at this point you can, like you can just ask uh, lampard how is he going to play one as like missing tammy and jerud who are actually in good form i would say drop timo and play for the left i mean and see at the end of the day teams. at the end of the day if you if you if you if you approaching a game like according to me at least it's like you know what you're good at and you know that you can take advantage of the opposition's of the opposition's weakness you've got the players you've got the tools to do that why not go ahead and do it we have got the tools to do that i i, I believe you first but like i said it was a really poor performance even if you see our pressing of the arsenal team it was uh, like it felt like it was half part you know the chelsea players pressing yeah chelsea players pressing, pressing on arsenal i thought you you said the oh. other thing you said oh. the other way around sorry that wasn't the case yesterday but uh, okay, yeah okay i'm just going to yeah. say so chelsea uh, forwards pressing the arsenal defenders cool. half heartedly this ended up leaving a lot of space behind uh, leaving tierney or overlapping runs and this led to you know a lot of uh, good chances for arsenal uh martinelli uh, saka's goal all of that it, it just leads on to you know such clear cut chances uh, due to our performance again man it's just it's just it's just you guys had everything this this was your game to it, it was your I game to lose. lose and you guys actually went ahead and lost it our <laughs> game to lose yeah All right. So now moving forward, uh, I just want to know what you guys think this result entails for both clubs. Uh, so, Lakshay, in terms like, I mean, I think Arteta himself said that this could hopefully be a turning point for Arsenal. 
uh do you think it would be do you, I, i know i'm i know it will be it's a tough ask to make it you know to the top 4 at least but at least push forward for that top 6 position given now where you are is that something that you think is possible right now we want 9 points of the top 4 yeah, 9 points of the top 4 3 points of 4 points of bottom 3 <laughs> 9 points of the top 4 that's why yeah bro <laughs> all of this it, it's just 12 games in you got to chill the fuck out now only after answer that 12 games in you guys you guys yeah 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 we're seeing all of this right now wait you see it's not like it's not like chelsea are very consistent or anything but okay yeah you're talking about the table currently you've been talking about the table like okay fine fair enough like that's that's what matters right now but again like performances wise i don't know i don't know what they, what to expect from either teams it's yeah, like tough, again tough it's like right i mean it's it's away from home okay. we saw what happened last year mope yeah <laughs> So you never know <laughs> you never know like you you can't really you yeah you can't really say anything man you can't really say anything i mean i i'm just going to look forward for the for the positive and let's hope for let's for hope for another three points hopefully yeah. you have a party soon bro covid seems nothing to party party thomas party ah uh, no he's uh, he's back in training but uh, he's not going to be back over there uh, he's he's not going to be back for the the brighton game but hopefully maybe the chances of hosel coming back salah <laughs> oh you never know bro you can't really say anything i'm not at it i i mean for the I, i for this season i think it's anyone's guess i think we say for now i'm mean, at it as a turning point i can very well see brighton getting a good result against arsenal and then you know again a topsy turvy game next And then it's just going to go up and down yeah, up and I down man all i'm genuinely telling you this one thing all i was thinking about was like when the fuck is the west brom game when the fuck is the west brom arsenal game we need that win we need that win so bad and the big sam comes i'm like fuck <laughs> it's not going to be it's not going to be yeah i it's think um, brady would know yeah yeah brady would do well Yeah, I know. But well. Brady, how did you drop points at home? Our first time of the season? No, we've. I think we've drawn before as well. Uh, think so. Not not this season. This this was the first first thing at home, yeah. Ah, uh, possibly. Yeah, I think we've drawn yeah, away. It's a some record until that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, see, as long as. I think we don't lose it a little better, but <laughs> I think with with Big Sam. Yeah, I, I expected. I don't know why we thought they would play differently, but uh, yeah, I mean, for now, man, Big Sam, man, I, Big I, Sam is Mourinho without money. <laughs> it's uh, I, yeah. I felt like his tactics were on point. He never let uh, West Brom concede another goal. He yeah, bring the players down, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was take from the defender going the other side. Yeah, I see. Okay, it's like I for me, I really don't care. I don't, I really don't care until we, if we manage to be in the, in the chase at least until Feb March. If you're there and thereabouts, then we're having players come back, and then it'll be, it'll be good to see. 
He had come in with the same defensive problems he had last year. Even with uh, new defenders coming in. I know we've had more green chiefs than last year, maybe uh, after this point. But uh, uh, as you see in the Arsenal game and the games like Everton or Bull, you see the same mistakes that happened last year. So then you really start to question, you know, if Lampard really is the right man. But being a Chelsea fan, you know, it, like, it's one thing... Uh, Loving the player that he was for us, but I think it's important to separate how he is for us as a manager, because if the results are not coming, coming out. But but even if he goes, even if he goes, even if he goes, like if you're saying, even if he goes, who do you think would replace him? I mean, who's uh, who, who's going to replace? Yeah, I believe it's going to be Thomas Tuchel. I don't know if I really want him to be the coach, but. Uh, I mean, I, I would to PSG, Lampard, he I took to give Lampard this season for sure. I, I, I still feel he's a long-term uh, project. Uh, you know, he brought in those players. If, uh, without him, those players wouldn't have come. You know, Kai Havertz, Timo. I mean, you think for that much amount of money, they wouldn't have come? Uh, of course, they would have come. Uh, I mean, no, I'd, how, I much, how much were their Lampard signing? I, how, much, how, how much were their Lampard signings than Abramovich signings? I felt like I don't know if Lampard specifically wanted those players or. But honestly, no. honestly speaking, Kai Havertz is not worth seventy-two million. Pepe is not worth seventy-two million. Bro, These Kai players are Bro, just not worth it. They're not worth it. Kai Havertz is a generational talent. He's twenty-one years. It would be so wrong to not give him time. He is. He's still so young. He did so well last year. Yeah, uh, but didn't yeah. everyone say the same about Dele Ali? Look where he is right now. Dele Ali but proved his worth. Two good Dele seasons and gone. Dele. Two good seasons and gone. Still not the same. Dele Ali was bought five million from MK Dons. Again, like everyone thought that he's going to be that sort of a talent. If you look at him and Kai Havertz, both but, of them play the I mean, same way. But I, I, again. It's also playing him out of position at times. I think Lampard. Yeah. Uh, Ever since we moved into 4 3 3, Harvard has switched into a more deeper role at number 8. He's played well, but then he, he played well when we first uh, COVID happened, and it's actually taken a big toll on him. But isn't he a centre forward? He is actually a versatile player. He, he can play in the wings. Yeah. So he's uh, usually, but but his yeah, ideal position is playing right behind the striker, yeah? 10, number 10. Yeah. Number so 10. What, what the fuck is he doing back in? What the fuck is he doing back in a number eight position when you've got the likes of of Angola Conte and Kovacic uh, and Jorginho? How how the fuck are you guys playing such such crap? Like I, I don't know why you guys have to play players out of position at this point when you guys have the personnel to play. See, you wouldn't be seeing all this maybe a week. Or two I have been seeing so this. Well. No, no. I've been seeing this. I've been saying this about Chelsea. So well. 
No, I've been saying this about Chelsea ever since the beginning of the season, and even last season when I saw players playing out of position, like it did not make any sense for me. Like this season, this season especially, like you know, you know, Pulisic is very dangerous of the left. Why play him on the right? You know, you know, you know, you know, Timo Werner can play. He is an out-and-out striker. He can make those runs behind, and and. No prem Premier League defender is gonna catch up to him. Apart from let's say, uh, apart from let's say Van Dijk or someone, but he's not there right now. And there is no one who's gonna get even close to to Timo Werner at all. But like again, you guys are playing him out of position. You guys are just just fucking about he, at this point. Timo, like I know he misses a lot of chances, but if you see in all of his games. He puts an all. I agree, one hundred percent. by running somewhere, you know. Um, I'm going to give him credit for that. I'm going to give him credit he for that. Puts his head down. I would say, I was starting to think he's uh, noticing a lot of similarities between him and Malata, but I'll just say Malata in terms of how he always pushes the team forward. He always brings them forward. Yeah, I I agree with that. But again, but he just. Uh, yeah, with the left wing thing, I just don't agree with that part. How he plays, uh, he out of position. It doesn't make sense. And then Timo um, starting, I know, far wide on the left and struggling to control the ball, passing it around. All right, so guys, I guess I'll have to call it a time for today. So thanks, Abdul and Lakshay, for being a part of this podcast. Uh, it was fun talking about Arsenal Chelsea. Uh, I can't wait to discuss now the return leg. I don't know when that is, though. But uh, hopefully, that time we can uh, give another victory to Arsenal to get them out of the relegation spot. <laughs> no worry, we'll take that. We'll take that 100%, bro. At yeah, the yeah, end of the day, three points are worth. Who wants to end up three in the championship, bro? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's I mean, fine. Like, uh, like you guys, you guys don't want to qualify for the Champions League, so we see your, we see your, uh, your standards too. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal, uh, Arsenal were known okay. to be Arsenal. Arsenal were known to be a Europa playing club, paying Championship wages. I mean, Champions League wages. Now they'll be known as a Championship club paying Premier League. Oh, wages. by the way. Uh, uh, I would like I want to add another point. Has Baba ever played Champions League football for Arsenal? No, not yet. How many years has it been since he came? Three? I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one one world class player from your team, and it's sad for him. He's not given a lot out. of chances to to play well in Europe. Uh, anyway, guys, so thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> Uh, thanks for that and uh, yeah can't wait to host you guys soon whether it be for the return leg or you know any other Chelsea or Arsenal topics in the near future uh, mm, yeah thank you thank you so much thank you so much for having us awesome alright guys so thank you for that and thank you all for to those of you who tuned in for this particular episode and uh, I, I suppose that's about it for this particular podcast in 2020 I'll see you all next year but until that time, you know, if you've liked the content that we've been putting out, then please go listen to our previous episodes. You can also listen to our our main flagship program, which is the FFS podcast series, which is the longer episodes. Uh, that's a little more analytical and that's, a little, you know, that we go into detail with certain key topics or you know, big stories from the world of football. So you can, ca- you can listen to all of that uh, 
and yeah you can catch up all, with all of the episodes on like seven different podcast platforms like anchor spotify google podcast apple podcast uh, what else amazon music pandora yeah you name it we're probably there uh, you can also follow us on instagram on twitter where i try to keep as active as possible and yeah please do let us know if you'd like to be a part of this podcast as well i know you guys have you all might have different differing views to what lakshan abdul mentioned today and if you do please let us know and we'd love to host you all soon so that's about it for episode number 13 of the mws series i'm your host pradi once again and that's it i guess for 2020 so see you all next year bye bye